Grace to you and peace in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, through John, to us. Do your work, love one another, and you will receive the paraclete, the companion, the spirit of truth, who will abide in you always. Today is what would be my father's 100th birthday. His father died at 52, so every day my dad lived after 52 was an amazement to him. We gave the flowers on the altar in thanksgiving for him, and I asked for some pale, greeny blue flowers. Thank you, Alvin, looking so gorgeous, because my dad's eyes were that color. And the thing I remember most clearly about him is the way he looked out kindly, but as if trouble lurked around every corner. Born in one war, then the Depression, lost a baby sister and orphaned before he got out of high school, and then young, young field doc in charge of a medical company in no time in the next war. His hair was as white as mine by the time he was 30. And as my brother says, you looked into his face and you saw all that life, as well as irony and humor and curiosity and a kind of James Thurberian gentle despair. You could hear his angst, too, in his running commentary on the state of the world to his moody schnauzer, Toby. And I do that, too, with Flash. This is the kind of thing that happened to him on a regular basis. He and Toby were on their usual walk, cutting through the parking lot of the neighborhood Episcopal Church. And he sees his old Swanee classmate, who was the rector of that church, in a car with a lady. But they both duck down. <laughs> and so he thought, well, that's odd. <laughs> this is my dad. I hope they are okay. <laughs> and he and the ever-suspicious Toby head over toward the car <laughs> to check on his friend and the lady, <laughs> and they poke their heads back up. <laughs> and my father says, hey, how are you? And they say, fine, that they are looking for a contact lens on the floor of the car. <laughs> and he says, oh, gosh, well, let me help you. And they say, no, no, that's okay. You and Toby go on about your walk. 
And he and Toby did. And the next day, Daddy hears that his friend has lit out for the territories with a Sunday school teacher. My father had quite the talent for the awkward encounter. And I inherited it. But his sight, how he saw the world, was such a mix of guileless naivete and stark, unflinching clarity that every adventure, every encounter was an adventure. How do you see? My dad's sight was his gift and sometimes his wound and actually quite literally his job. One way or the other, we are all formed by the work we end up doing, and my dad and his partner were the first radiologists in Mississippi. So taking x-rays of patients and staring at walls of films like you see on TV shows and looking for the truth hidden in those shadowy grays and the grainy blacks and the out-of-place whites and trying to figure out what is going on and not miss any detail or flinch or exaggerate. And then passing on the truth he saw, in Dad's case, with legendary kindness. For both by the contours of his personhood and by the way medicine was shaped back then, he was connected to his patients. He talked with them about the films and their families and the weather. He rejoiced with the joyful and worried with the worried. His sight was his job and his way to live the spirit of truth, which is real and complex and kind. Now, like many people nowadays, but not so much back then, the technology of his work galloped. General radiology became so many things from x-ray to fluoroscoping and angiography, computed tomography, CTs, and all kinds of nuclear medicine as he, he studied all the time. And then as he aged, dad's specialty became ultrasound, which is perfect. That's a gentle, non-invasive technique. All along the way, he did his job best he could. He was into it, and that matters. Not that you're bad and you're going to hell if you don't work hard, which would have been the outlook and the language of the faith he grew up with, but that you every day are being formed into eternity. So every day you do and you be the most you you can do and be. I heard this insight from one of y'all this week, by the way. You said it in front of me to your fiancé. You said, You be the most you you can be. That's all our jobs. 
And every time we do our jobs, we transform the world. Really. I think my dad bore a lot of burdens alone, unnecessarily, with a gentle, wry hopelessness. That stoicism, yes, it was the way of his generation and of his gender and of his character. Be there for others, but lone ranger your own needs. I think church was sort of off to the side of his burdens, though he was a faithful attender. He got the duty part. He got the given to others part, but not the gift unto himself part, the Christ beneath us, Christ above us, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger part, the paraclete part. In the Bible, the word paraclete is used for the Holy Spirit only in this passage and one other, which is too bad because it just invigorates our vagueness about the Holy Spirit, paraclete does. Because paraclete means one who walks and talks and works alongside you as companion, as advocate, literally, para, beside, cleat, calling, calling you to love and truth and keeping you company, and lifting your spirits, and giving you hope, and companioning you. That's the job of the paraclete, sometimes through some other person, and sometimes calling to you through the silences of your heart. I have seen the paraclete among you for now 30 years. Just this week, this. One of you had your house broken into while you went out to dinner. The jerk left a handgun on your bed. So another of you sat up all night in the living room, keeping watch over, staying by, giving comfort with simple presence to one whose world had been violated. That's paraclete. One of you was having a scary operation, brain surgery. When I went over to the hospital to pray with you before the surgery, we always want to if you want us. I walked in the hospital entrance in the early morning light and ran into another one of you who showed up just then too and stayed with the family until another one of you would arrive mid-morning. Typical saints, both lawyers. And lawyer is a synonym for paraclete, advocate. Isn't that something? I'm really glad so many of you are paracletes for others. For in Christ, that is your job. And in remembering my father, may I suggest also 
that you welcome some paracleting for yourself. That's your job, too. Here's to Daddy. I know in the eternal now, he is not holding up the sky alone anymore. And here's to the paraclete who is with him and who is beside you and beside me in this very hour. Christ be with us. Christ within us, Christ behind us, Christ before us, Christ beside us, Christ to win us, Christ to comfort and restore us.